Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com What's going on here? Right, I've just got back off holiday. I'm chilled. I'm feeling good. And yes. There's tension in the room. Have you and um, Ben fallen out? No. Well, we've never fallen in. <laughs> Gene Davis, um, hello. We've just, we've just started to record this episode and there's these two getting digs at each other. Come on, I'm chilled. I'm happy. Okay. Right. You look very bronzed. Thank you. Look expensively bronzed. Thank you. What did the bottle say? Expensively bronze. Yes. Oh. It's a hyacinth quote, don't worry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sex of My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to go to the office over the weekend? Was he had to work on a Saturday again? Yeah, probably. And... Can I get away wearing a sombrero? What is it? Sombrero. <laughs> sombrero. <laughs> Can I get away with wearing a sombrero hat on La Playa? Isn't it La Playa? La Playa. That's the beach, isn't it? Yes. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usually agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert, and now ultra trendy viral tiktoker yes indeed uh, no we're not jordan north radio presenter i'm more fillet mignon you're more fillet of fish and that's from chris hammond what's fillet of mignon F- what's fillet mignon mm. sometimes called fillet mignon if you're american like a fillet steak oh what's Basically. fillet of fish it's a fillet of fish what's no, is it not Oh, yeah, Philip Fish and McDonald's. Oh, well, I don't do fish. Nothing fishy touches these lips. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't know. Um, should we do a and d Yeah. Also, I just don't get people. Oh, no, I can't say that. People that get a fillet of fish from Mackey's, but obviously a lot of vegetarians would, wouldn't they? So sorry. Well, if they're, they're, if they're vegetarian, no. They'd be pescatarian. Pescatarians, then. Yeah. I've never had a fillet of fish from Mackey's. Well, neither have I. No. Well, um, there we go. Oof. Good week. You've had a great week. Could you pour the um, D, please? 
Okay. Thank you. We've got, we should just say, um, there's lots to celebrate apparently according to the producer. And here to the, on the table, we have a, what I can only describe as a deal or no deal box that says open for a surprise in the second half. Mm. So I think, do we open that now? No, that's the second half. Oh. Can what? these two just look, kiss and make up? I don't know what's going on here, but I feel like when your mum and dad are arguing, <laughs> don't know whose side to take. Right. I always talk with mums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I take your mum's side as well. <laughs> it's easier. Um, right. Uh, we're going to toast Cat, presumably not Ben's cat, a different cat, who drunk messaged us on Instagram at 3am to ask what to do about a slug in her bedroom. I mean, we're here for you every day, Dallas, but we aren't gardeners question time. No, and also we are closed at 3am. Are we? Well, some of us are. Cat. I had a few slugs in my room at 3am, let me tell you that. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. To no. be fair, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> nice. As always, uh, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. Or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss. Or you can write to William Hansen in the fullness of time. No, or you can write to William who, in the fullness of time, promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self-sealed envelopes. He'll also make sure that the time's put on the invoice. The address is on the <laughs> website. <laughs> Sexandmyboss.com <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. Good. You look, I want to start right replying to handwritten replies. You can if I can put you'll an make, hour on the invoice. Yes, you'll make my at one hour more than that. <laughs> you'll make my replies look speedy, probably. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, tell me about your holiday because you do look bronze. Oh, thank you. It was yeah. I I needed it. Did you? Yeah. Um, I, I felt like it was a bit stressy last week and like rushed off afterwards so i wanted to apologize to be fair you rush off most weeks um so sorry about that it's just the week running up to your holiday is is pretty stressful plus you had the graduation and everything as well <gasps> there's so much to ask you about. so much to talk about so i'm um, sorry that i uh that i rushed off also can we have the um passive aggressive text of the week jingle oh okay William Hansen is elegant and chic, and here's his passive aggressive text of the week. This was sent on Tuesday of last week. You were on holiday? Mm hmm. Exactly. Oh. William Hansen, don't take this the wrong way, but we could maybe start the recording at 10 30 or 11 a.m. <laughs> JN, if you want to gym beforehand, not after, so you can relax, etc. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put the because... aggressive in <laughs> passive aggressive. No, because sometimes we, we're, we're scheduled to... I'm just going to explain this just to, to give my side of the story. We record at nine o'clock in the morning sometimes, most days. And you then sometimes, which is fine, everyone's entitled to, you know, go to the gym, are keen to go to the gym before your other job, which is absolutely fine. But I thought rather than clock watching, why don't you put the gym at the start of the day and then you're just in work mode until the end. Yeah, but I... That, I was thinking of you. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But, um, yes, I, I did rush off last week to get to you because you want to you look good before you go on holiday. Do you? Yeah, which is also this week why I'm back in the gym because I have eaten my body weight in Spanish bread and Spanish beer. Okay. So I'm off bread and beer. Right. Till Friday. And we should just say, for people that, that wanted to know where in Spain you went, mm -hmm. you spent all of last week in Mias. Yes, I was in Mias. Yeah. Mias. 
Mihas, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So um, Radio One were doing this presenter, um, Radio One. Yes. Giant DJ. Marvellous. And they said to me, where do you want to hide? And I was like, I want to hide in my ass. I want to hide in my ass, if I can, <laughs> if possible. And they actually said... It would make a lot of our lives a lot easier. They actually said... Yeah, all right. Seeing as you're the first person that said they want to go abroad, I mean, you can still go on holiday, but you've still got to do bits, bits of yeah, stuff the for us. Yeah, taxpayer's not paying for it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they didn't, just to yeah. put that in. Mm-hmm. They didn't. It was taken as holiday, but yeah. Yeah. So did that. It was great. Marvellous. I've got to say um, to any Spaniards listening, not only do you have the most beautiful country that I'm going to move to one day, I love it. Okay. I love Spain. Um, I, I've decided that Spain do the best beer. Oh, oh here we yeah. go. So, oh, I've had, I've had, Joe, my colleague, has sent me her Madri tasting notes. Oh. I've had, and I've responded well, with, why are you sending me this? I don't, like, it's beer. I'm not interested. We talked about Madri a, a few week, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's not actually from Spain, but also the company did get in contact with us. Um, but the Spanish beer have decided it's the best. Cruz okay. Campo. Cruz Campo? Mm. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said it. I've never even thought of it as like that until I'm sat opposite you. Sitting. So, Cruz Campo. Yeah. That's got to be the second best. Oh. Mao. Mao, mm. as in chairman. It's spelled M-A-O-U. Basically, if, if you're Spanish and you're listening to this, you, you do the best bits. And do you know what I'm into now? Little little half, little demi. Yes, you've said that a few weeks ago. Mm. When you're on holiday, you're having mm. a pint, it goes flat. If you just have a little half, you look cool. Little half with some olives in the middle of the table. Yeah. Pitted? Pick your pardon. The olives, are yeah. they pitted? Yeah. yeah. So I had a, a really good week, thank you. A Marvellous. Bit, a bit burnt. Read loads of books. Did you? Any Agatha Christie's? Uh, not any Agatha Christie's, no. But um, I, I'd, I'd say this wisely, Gene Davis. If you're going to go on holiday... Try and take books that are quite happy because the books I read were both, I mean, we're talking a little life territory. Oh, really? Yeah, so I read uh, Demon Copperhead. Demon Copperhead. Yeah, which was Barbara Thingy's, like, won the booker. Barbara? Barbara. I'm never good with the names. It's about, um, he basically, it's about this guy that grows up in foster care in the Alopecia Mountains in America. I don't think they're the alopecia mountains. <laughs> well, the, I don't know, but they're not that. The alopecia, alpecia, what they're called? Alopecia is where is is where they lose their hair. It grows up, and he, he, he it's all about the um, opioid crisis, but it's right. a tough read. Jeez. So what they called alop, al, pardon? Not the no. Alps. No. Appalachian. Appalachian. That's the one. The Appalachian, yeah. alopecia, Appalachian, same thing. Yeah. So it's about that, and I was like, it was a really tough read. So I thought, right, I finally read it. Then I got on to um, Young Mungo. Young which Mungo. Is the, which is the Douglas Stewart, I think, who wrote Shuggy Bane. Oh, I love it. And it's all about this guy who goes up on a council estate in Glasgow. Oh, Jeez. yes, I've heard of that It book. makes Burnley sound like Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> so that was tough. And then I started, and then I thought, right, so I read, thought, right, I'll try another one. So I read that, and then... Nearly finished it on the last few days of um, my holiday. It was, oh, what's it called? It was about the AIDS crisis in New York, and it's a really <laughs> tough. Exa- I know. Oh, what's it called? You need a holiday to get over your reading. What's it called? Oh, um, cri- it's about a, an apartment in New York. Right. But God, it was t- Christoph. Christoph. 
I can't remember anyway. Okay. Sorry. I'd be terrible. Tune in for the bonus. He might have remembered. I'll remember it. By, oh, what's it called? Wait, no, don't look. Don't waste time looking okay. at it now. So, so, yeah. But just if you go on holiday, maybe take a couple of light reads as well, like a thriller. Yes. We probably won't have time to bring any books to Benidorm because we're going to be so busy trying Benidorm's biggest breakfast. So, yeah, um, there was that. And um, I got back yesterday. Yes. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a complaint about flights, flight etiquette. Oh, I'm your person. First of all, this is doing the rounds on TikTok um, and lots of people are filming it. When did we stop exiting planes row by row? Now it's just a massive stampede. Oh, is it? Yeah. And it's, everyone's just stampeding off. Well, that's silly. Second thing, right, if you've got a little one and they've got a tablet. That's a child. Or an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Headphones. Headphones. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm listening to nursery rhymes on a two and a half hour flight. <laughs> trying to read my book about the AIDS crisis in New York. It was honestly so so annoying. Mm. Couldn't cut. I kept reading the same paragraph over and over again. Just put put headphones on. Yes, and for at any age, if you're going to use an iPad equivalent, a phone, headphones are needed. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be using the speakers unless you're in the privacy of your own home. But my holiday was great. Thanks for asking. Good. Well, I did ask, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I won't be asking. Oh, I see. Right. Sorry. That's that shirt you wore to dinner at mine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, cheers. It's still nice. Thanks. Good. Um, also, your fellowship. Yes. How was that? I loved you in the robes. Oh, with thank your you. floppy hat. Oh, thanks. You looked very, very smart. I cried. Did you? I had to do a speech and I cried. I got, I'm never, I'm never, During the speech? Yeah. I got really, I had to like... Why did you cry? I was a bit like you when all those letters come in for your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I w I'm not one to get emotional. I'm really not. Like, I only cry at films and old people when I'm hungover. <laughs> I don't, like, and I was, now, fellowships. Yeah, I was proper, like, embarrassed. But yeah, it's good. Um, Did Wendy have a nice time? Wendy had a lovely time. And the people of Sunderland are so, I forget how much I love that city. Did you have to throw your hat up in there? No, I didn't. Oh. No. A couple of G and Divas. Really? Shouted Wendy Did during they? my speech. <laughs> Like it's getting so it's getting too much now. <laughs> Literally, they're like doing my um, what's it called? I didn't where they read out about you. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, mm. so someone just shouted Wendy. I was like, oh for God's sake, I can't go anywhere. How did Wendy feel because Wendy was there? Yeah, someone shouted at her in Greg's as well. Oh, did they <laughs> in Sunderland just outside the train station? <laughs> Were you with Wendy, or did they know yeah, now what Wendy? Mm. Right, okay. So that's nice. She was she was there. She came to stay over at the house. She saw the new house. Has she not been over? No, she's not been over. Did she think it was clean? Yeah, yeah. yeah she good. did all my ironing. It's great having your mum there. She did all my ironing for me. Maybe she could move in. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. She made tea for me. Made, made butties for a train up to Sunderland. Nice. She made me some sandwiches to go into work, and I was like, Mum, I reckon I'm only ever Radio One DJ that's gone into work with a pack lunch. <laughs> I'm sure you're not. I was like, do you think Pete Tong goes in on a Friday <laughs> with butties that his mum's made him? She went, oh, you'll be right. She made me a packed lunch for work. And I ate it. Nice. Yeah. So, well, that's, yeah. that's lovely. Uh, thanks um, again to at the University of Sunderland. It, it really does mean a lot. Thank yes. You. you look you look very smart. We were Cheers. all very proud of you. Very humble. All that hard work. It was. Is that, are you allowed to say that? What? It's very humbling. Is that yeah, yeah. quite... That's, well, you want, you want to be modest. Yeah, it was genuinely really humbling. Anyway, enough about me. Let's go to the listeners' question. No, I'm joking. 
<laughs> How was your week? What's well, been going on in the world of a viral TikToker? Yes, my nuts have exploded I all over TikTok. My nuts. I did a video on how to eat bar snacks. You're never off. You've got yeah. lots of videos up on TikTok now. Yes. Well, thanks to Viral Freddy, who's helping me out. He's we have here with us today. He's here with us today. There's going to be a video about behind the scenes of today's sexted at some point. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we are. We're going. We're going viral. Okay. Yeah, which is excellent. Um, so it's nice. I needed to do it for a while. I appreciate. And now we're we're doing it. So if you want to check out any of my content, it's on TikTok or on Instagram. You know where to go. Okay. If you don't follow us yet, it's at William Hansen. Etiquette. Etiquette on Insta and at Jordan North One. I'm not on TikTok. Well, you are. Well, I've got like a burner. Not a burner account, but I've just, <laughs> I just, I've never posted anything no, on it. It's just to, to watch and send me videos. Are you on this Threads? I, uh, yes, I've signed up to it. I don't, I haven't posted a lot, to be perfectly honest. I think I'm, I'm not convinced it's going to last, but equally, I'm also not convinced Twitter's going to last. So you said that about TikTok, and look at it now. Well, I'm not convinced that's going to last either, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story. Um, I have been banned from a hotel. Right. Um, it's, how? This was Because I got banned from a hotel, Well, that was in Magaluf in 2008. Right. Well, this is a hotel in Cornwall. Did you set off a fire extinguisher? Jordan, I haven't even been to this hotel and I have been banned from it. Why? So we were down in Cornwall for uh, our friend's wedding and our, we had booked into this hotel and Leanne and Tom next door had also booked into this hotel. And they were there the night, two nights, we were only there one night. And I thought, oh, I wonder what time you can, what the latest time is you can check in. Because you know weddings, they go on, you don't know what time you're going to be finished. Um, I'll email ahead a couple of days in advance to say... What's the time is the latest I can check in, please? Anyway, they replied with, you know, 11 o'clock. You know, looking forward to seeing you. 11 p.m.? Oh, yes. The latest you can check in. I've checked in well later than that. Well, in this particular hotel, okay. it was 11 o'clock. So, mm, okay, fine. I thought, oh, I don't know what happens if the wedding's continued. Like, oh, I don't, we don't want to be clock watching. So I then replied with, we have our friends staying on the Friday night under this name. Would it be okay for them to do the check-in for me or I can phone up and do check-in online or whatever in advance and you could give them the key so we can come in, please? Fair enough. No response. So later on in the day, I thought, well, I'll give them a call. Yeah. And I asked the same thing. And the girl on the phone said, who was quite young, uh, no, you can't because of our confidentiality policy. And I said, your confidentiality policy? I said, well, but I don't get what is confidential here. Anyway, and she couldn't really explain her confidentiality policy, and she kept re retreating to this confidentiality policy. So I just went, I don't think that makes sense. I said, legally, this does not make sense, but okay, fine, I accept it. Not a problem. Put the phone down. I thought, okay, well, we're just going to have to leave the wedding in time to check in. Mm -hmm. The next thing I know, an hour later, I have an email from the general manager telling me off for being intimidating to her staff and questioning their policy, and it doesn't matter that I'm a lawyer or whatever my job is. I didn't say I was a lawyer. I just went legally. That doesn't make any sense because it doesn't make any it doesn't make any legal sense. It doesn't make any actual sense. Well, so I replied back with, "Dear manager, I am very sorry for any confusion. I think there's been a bit of a miscommunication. Can you give me a call? Let's just talk about yeah, this, please. Here's my number." Another reply: "No, we're going to stick to everything via email, please. So there's a paper trail." And then she put, if you want to cancel, because we've done it via a, a booking website, booked it. If you want to cancel it on this name of booking website, uh, if you cancel it by the end of today, we'll, you know, we'll waive the charge. We won't, we won't charge you. Anyway, so Mike and I are then looking for other accommodation, which we found. So we cancelled. And I tried to phone up to say, 
um, look, I'm really sorry, we're not coming. So sorry again. Again, I was the person refused to put me through to the general manager because they had been asked not to. Absolutely ridiculous. So I then emailed to say, you know, thanks for the offer. We accept. We've cancelled it on the website. Sorry again. Uh, and then they replied with, uh, thank you for cancelling your booking. We were hoping you would. And then they put that I was then banned from the hotel. I could never go back to that hotel. How did they say banned? What did they say? You're banned? Uh, yes, and please never, or words to the effect of you're not, not allowed to stay at our property. I'll be honest, right. Before, and, before. and with all due respect, this is, I mean, I'm sure it's a lovely hotel, although Leanne and Tom stayed there and it isn't. But I, it's just, it's a very, like... Call them out, what's the name? No, I'm not going to do okay. that because then we're in a whole lot of legal trouble. I'll be honest. As I'm a lawyer, so I know that. At the, at the start, I was really, really hoping to take charge of the hotel and wind you up. But no, I, I think you're totally yeah. the right there. I was just questioning what's the latest time you can check in. And, I've, and I'm sure if you'd have, because they would have had a night manager on, I'm sure if you'd have got there, they would have, and you'd not emailed before, it, you, they would have just checked you in. I've checked in. At hotels at like one, two in the morning because people yeah. do that. Yeah. That's a stupid policy. They're in completely the wrong industry. I also had put in, because they had also then said, oh, and if you don't, this is before it had completely escalated. Um, if, we, if you haven't checked in by nine o'clock in the evening, we'll try and make contact with you on the phone to say, are you still coming? Otherwise, we'll give away your room or cancel the booking. So I put an email. I don't know what the reception is going to be like at this wedding. Please take this email. I said, this email serves as written confirmation that we are checking in and we will be there by 11 o'clock at night. And then I was told, no, I can't do that. That doesn't count. Oh, God. Just. Uh, don't, I'm, I'm all chilled after my holiday and you why Sorry. Now I'm, 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 I'm on your side, pal. So next time I'm in the North Cornwall area, I shall not be checking into that hotel. Okay. I mean, I literally can't check I'm, into that I can't hotel. I've been banned from a hotel. I've never even turned up at this hotel. I mean, it's a get coach for God's sake. Do you know, as kids, we got banned from a dentist. Right. <laughs> Can you top that? Gene Divas, we'll do that. On, I'll give it a go. On a bonus in a couple of weeks. Get in touch. What's mm. the weirdest place you've been banned from? Yeah, my mum got us banned from a dentist once. In, Why? Um, because we'd missed the first appointment. Mm. And then, shock where I get it from. We went again a few weeks later and my mum was a day late. She got her dates mixed up. Okay. And the receptionist was a bit snotty. So my mum had a go at her. Right. Like you do. Okay. Um, and we got and told got not to come back and we got banned from the from the dentist. Well, I'm potentially on the dentist's side there. What? <laughs> I've just stuck up for you there. <laughs> Shove your bloody hotel up your backside. Right. Sorry. Anyway. Talking of mothers, uh, my brother is temporarily living with my parents because he's moving to London. So the, his Bristol place is gone. And anyway, so he's living with them for a week. And he was going through, uh, you know, mom, I think my mother had got out her birthday book. Do you have a birthday book? I have a birthday book where you write everyone's birthdays in. Yeah. I also have now a phone, so I put them in, put them in there. That's the one thing I miss about Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I used to get reminders of when it was everybody's birthday. Mm. But no, I don't have a birthday book. Well, my mother's birthday book, and maybe this comes, maybe other people's mothers or, or parents will have experienced this when you get on in life. It's also become the death book. So she also writes the dates of when people have died. So it's a, it's a particularly jolly book. <laughs> That's quite a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't need to... Anyway. But in it, she's also written two news events, two significant news events that she's decided to put in this book that my brother noticed. One is the death of Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Is written. What date was that? It was the 8th of September, mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, the other... What other significant news event would you write, you would warrant on a level with the Queen dying, 
would you write in your birthday slash death book? Um, and it's quite a recent event. Wouldn't be 9-11, would it? Because No. You know that. Because it's 9-11, yeah. yeah. It's the date that the lions left Bristol Zoo. <laughs> in my in my in my mother's birthday, I've been sent photo evidence. Day that Queen Elizabeth died, the date that li the lions left Bristol Zoo. Because for those that don't know Bristol, the zoo's closed. It's moving elsewhere. Day diary. Today <laughs> the lions left the zoo, and I was so heartbroken. Why would you put that in there? I have no idea. It's the it's the drink. It, why would she put that in there? No idea. God bless her. You know, do, your mum keeps loads of scrapbooks and stuff of you and all your stuff from... Well, mainly of James. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched that one documentary. Is, um, what was the other guy? Andrew Ridgely. Andrew's mum kept, like, hundreds of scrapbooks. Yeah. yeah. My mum... Oh, to be fair, I'll have to bring it in. My grandma's got a really lovely scrapbook of when I was in the castle. She bought the paper. I did a daily day. podcast. I don't need a scrapbook Excuse about me. it. Excuse me. Don't go up against me, Grandma Glenna. She came to graduation as well. <laughs> did she? Yeah. And the boyfriend, Nigel. And they're coming to Benidorm? Yep. Yeah, which is in a few weeks for those that are wondering when it's yeah. happening. Um, but we, we have other exciting news in a minute oh, to, do with, to do with the book, but we'll come on to that. But I need to talk to you about the guest list as well, Ben. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, got there out. is a limit on the venue. It's as simple as that. Well, you speak to Wendy. I'm well, I will. All right. I've oh, got her number. Oh, good luck. Oh, good luck. Oh, good. Do you want me to phone her now? Ring around about, ring around her on a Friday about six, seven o'clock when she's out on her second bottle of Lady Petrol. And good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I might even record it. Well, I could phone her I'm now. I'm not getting involved. Leave it with Wendy. Ask me how many people are on my guest list. How many are on yours? Zero. Mikey's coming. Okay, one. Well, right, so we can go outside. <laughs> Have you seen Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, no, but I want to no. go and see um, Hymenhead. What is he called? Oh, for God, what is up with me? Oppenheimer. I need to, honestly, I don't know what is up with me. I cannot string a sentence. You need another together. holiday. I need another. What's he called? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yes, Mikey saw that yesterday. I want to see both. I'm not that bothered about the Barbie one. Don't pretend you're not. I'm not! Unlike you, I didn't play... I did play with Barbies when I was younger, actually. Was... I didn't play with Barbie, but I did play with Ken. <laughs> There's a... Oh, no, it won't. Oh, it might have been. There's a... Um, you know those old VCR recordings? Yes. Yeah. You know, like... There's one of us, me and our Ryan, singing... Well, it, we lived in Germany at the time, so it was both of us singing 99 Nerf Ballons. 99... You know, 99... How's that got anything to do with Barbie? Well, and then there's another one on the same tape. Um, of me buffing Barbie dolls from my cousin Kirsty. <laughs> my brother's Age still, 14. My, my, no, I weren't. I'm about two, three. My brother's still wearing me up about it now. But I think my dad taped over it with Taggart. <laughs> it might have been peak practice. It was one of them. My mum went mad. Lost in the annals of time. Mm. There's been another matter. Um, lovely. Well, should we go on to Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha cha cha. What's the German word for bra? Shall we find out after these messages? We'll find out after these messages. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Not only do I speak fluent Spanish, I'm also trying to learn some German. Nice. Do you know what the German word for bra is? No. Stop them from flopping. <laughs> How is that good? <laughs> I thought that possibly you've done that one before. Have you heard the one about the German interrogator? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> no. Liar! Nice. Finished? Any other German jokes? German fella. Right. <laughs> um, Don't do the German shepherd joke. No, German fella. This is class. German fella driving down the road. Yeah. And um, he notices a woman struggling in a pond and, and the dog's drowning. So he jumps in, mm. gets the dog out of the pond and gives it, <laughs> gives it. Life to life resuscitation. Mouth bring, to mouth. Mouth to mouth yep. brings the dog alive. And the woman's like, she says to the German fella, oh my God, are you a vet? He says, vet, I'm fucking soaking. <laughs> Gets back in his car. <laughs> oh, it continues. Good. Gets pulled over by police. And, uh, and Car- Carpet says to him, open your boot. And there's a big slab of meat in his boot. Oh, yeah. Well, Copper says, what's that? He says, it's my spare veal. <laughs> You've definitely done that one before. <laughs> but it's never stopped you before. Thank Are you. Are you a vet? No, I'm... Okay, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's always great when you laugh at your own jokes as well. <laughs> I but... love a joke. Yes. Oh, by the way, loads of G&Divas have come up to me in the um, 
past couple of weeks and I said to mate Scott that if you ever see me with a pint of Guinness or buy me a pint of Guinness I'll be oh, right. no. I'll do the Guinness joke have you done it for them I've then? done it to a couple <laughs> it is the rudest joke that I've ever told it is very rude it was so rude that we did it in Dublin at the Guinness factory at the Guinness factory and we cut it out of the episode because we're like mm. even for us it was a bit far even for you. <laughs> I was nothing to do with it. Okay. I didn't even laugh. Anyway. Um, it's now time to open producer Ben's box. Wow. Which is here to our, my right hand, your producer left Ben's hand. Producer Ben's big box. Big. Um, so we've got, a, we've got a black Pelly case, I believe is the technical term. Oh, we'll do it, should we do it this way? Um, and I believe in here might be something to do with our book. What? Yeah, we've got a book coming out. Yeah, I know that. Pre-order now, sexofmyboss.com forward slash book. So what? Ooh, oh, can you do that one? This is like a James Bond-esque yes. briefcase, isn't it? Do we need to type a code in? I don't know. Do you want to pull that side or pull this side? I'm nervous. Oh, this is Put like, it with your other hand because it looked better for the cameras. This is like deal and no deal. Yes. Ready? Yes. I feel like Meghan Markle. Off we go. <gasps> oh, there's a note. Dear William and Jordan, I know that you both like to have your say on every little decision, but sometimes we just have to get on with it. Below this note will be revealed the book cover of Help I Sexed My Boss, Enjoy PB, which now stands for Penguin Ben. <laughs> Did you do that? Very good. <laughs> um, Easily, so in there is, is the book cover. Is the book cover. Not the book, because that hasn't been printed yet, yeah. but a... Presumably a mock-up of the book cover. I did a tweet about this on Sunday night. Yes. An Instagram post. Um, in your glasses. Thanks to our friends at Penguin Random House and Century Publishing. Um, we've, we have gone through the final draft, the manuscript. Yes. Uh, thanks for... I me. went through it in April. Jordan's just about caught up. Thank, if you'd let me finish. Sorry. Thanks for the constant um, extended deadlines for me. <laughs> Obviously, William here, class mm. SWAT, had him in. On time. On time. Didn't miss any deadlines. Do you want to lift it out? Should we have a look at it? And if you're listening to this before midday on the Tuesday of release day, it's going to be on our socials at midday. So okay. if you want to see it, go there. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. <gasps> well, Jordan's not showing me now. <laughs> Did I sign that picture up? Give <laughs> <laughs> me chins in that. Oh, you don't have that many. Are you joking? <laughs> Did I sign that one off? I mean, it, it's very exciting. Do you want to see? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, I love it. Oh, look at that. I, I also love how badly botched that mock-up is, Ben. Um, oh, it's lovely. It's also the book is not going to be that big either, but um, so nobody get that excited. Is it coming out in hardback first? <laughs> yes, if you're lucky. Well, who's an author? No, I it says I, no. hilarious <laughs> an author. I believe Jordan, hilarious an author. At some point that when that gets printed, it will have an actual quote okay. from somebody who we're going to get to read it. Hopefully, that's yeah. the idea. Otherwise, oh, I mean, it's very sexted if that goes to print and it still says hilarious an author on it. That could, would and it's, yeah. Could we get Lisa Jewell to do one or something? Who's Lisa she? Jewell? Excuse me. Lisa Jewell's a bloody great author. I'm sure she is, but I don't she know who is. she is. She writes like the family upstairs and stuff. Well, she's not highly gonna recommend for She's not going to want to redo our book. Who can we get to? I mean, it's probably knowing us, it'll be producer. I ben. was just thinking yeah. that, or Raymond Holmes. 
Uh, he did. My bluff is going. Oh, that's right. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very nice. It's great that it seems. It seems, don't we look good? It seems yes. real there. Does seem real. Mm. <laughs> um, seems realish. <laughs> it's it it's it's stuck on. The Should we cover. just describe what we're for those that haven't yet seen this? Let's describe it. Well, I was about to. So Jordan's in a pink crop top. It's it, the pic, the the cover's actually stuck on an A4 pad, a, a writing. No, I'm all meant to describe the cover. Well, we're, we're sat in chairs. Yes, um, sitting. I'm wearing chinos and a, my favourite jacket. Your favorite, That's my right. favourite ever. And it's jacket. like a navy jacket, isn't it? Yeah. And we're both, I'm holding a Burnley mug. Yeah. We, we've kind of recreated the first pictures that we ever had taken yeah. together. I'm in a, I'm a lovely blue crew neck sweater mm-hmm. uh, with some navy chinos. And I think actually the same boots I'm into. Oh, no, they're brown suede shoes. And I've got my white teacup that was in the first ever publicity shot five years ago. And um, it says, a hilarious guide. Potentially should be an hilarious guide. Is it? To, well, it depends if you're old school or modern. Uh, a hilarious guide to avoiding life's awkward moments. And it has my name and your name. You can pre-order that book right now on the website, sexandmyboss.com forward slash book. Lovely. That's very exciting. It is. We always said, didn't we? We always said one day we'll write a book. Yes. And we are. And we have. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, should we get on to the listeners' problems? Yes, please. I need to get to the gym. Don't Joking, start. I'm widening your bloody hell. Christ, you're too easy sometimes. This is from Becky. Dear William Jordan and Ben, I'm a driving instructor. I do need to go at 11 now. <laughs> I'm a driving... It was all nice and chilled after me all day. And you come back and... Boil my piss. Dear William Jordan and Ben, I'm a driving instructor, and as the weather has been warmer recently, there has been an increase in sweaty pupils. One pupil in particular came into the car, and I had to have my head out the window for most of the lesson as the smell was unbearable. How do I tell my pupil she smells and can't come into my car, aka my work environment, smelling like that, without the remainder of her driving lessons being awkward? Kindest regards, Becky. At first I thought thought she was... I thought symptoms. she had sweaty eyes. I thought she had, yeah. My grandma had that, glaucoma. Glycoma. Like glycoma. Yeah. She had a big patch on her, bless her. Oh, did your grandmother have a patch? Yeah, she had a big two. She she was blind for like two days or something. She started smoking again. Anyway, I'm, I'm with you now. Um, uh, I would be perhaps inclined to talk to the parents. You can't. She could be like 19, 20. So? How do you deal with smelly people, especially in this heat? Well... At work, you would go to HR or you uh, and tell them and get HR to deal with it because that's part of their job. But here, this is different because there's no HR because it's your it's 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 a driving she's a driving instructor and so it's the car. Becky, I, I'm, I'm, you could get one of those silly trees. Yeah, get down. a silly tree. Yeah, and I'm just gonna have to say to you in in this weather in the summer and in um, your line of business, you're probably gonna have to get used to sweaty smelling pupils. Mm. students it happens yes it does i feel sorry for teachers as well really yeah oh god you're not remember well, you're nine ten after pe you just spray well, no. yourself with lynx africa and then you all went to one class it'd be like a mixture of bo and lynx africa not at our school i know i bet it weren't i bet you had to shower didn't you well i didn't do pe so <laughs> yeah of course yeah i was too busy doing other things that sounds wrong 
I was, you know, just, you know. Becky, I'm afraid you're just going to have to get, you can't, it's one of them, you can never really tell. Open the windows, have, a, have yeah. an air freshener. I mean, I, they're awful, but in this mm. instance, probably have it's, one. It's, it's so horrible telling someone they smell. Yeah. If it's, if someone close to you, oh, yeah, babe, you stink. I'd go and get a shower. Would babe? You, your breath smells. You know, if someone close to you. Yeah, nice. This is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan, EPP. You never tell Mikey his breath smells at all. Because it never does. Oh. Smells of a garden meadow. Dear William Jordan, a few panzers. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I started my new job a couple of weeks ago for a company which runs a very large public event annually. In a bit of a baptism of fire, the event was at the end of my second week. The event involves everyone working long hours over a weekend, which is concluded by a social evening on Sunday at a bar with free drinks. My colleague and I came home rather late to our shared accommodation. While I was tidying up the kitchen, she came in and quite literally swept me off my feet, kissed me and invited me up to her room. For context, I am straight and married. She is recently divorced, also from a man. I politely pointed out that it was very late. We had both been drinking. We needed to get up first thing and had better go and get some sleep. She went upstairs. I waited downstairs long enough to ensure she was asleep before going to my own room. In the morning when she asked, I assured her that she had not offended me and that we would pretend it never happened. And we have worked together perfectly well ever since. My question is, what is the etiquette in these situations? I assume my instinct to be terribly British and pretend it never happened is the right one. And should I tell my husband? For many thanks for the continued fabulousness of Sexted, for obvious reasons, I remain anonymous. I think, yeah, I think you've, you've done the right thing there, anonymous. And it's kind of up to you whether you tell your husband or not. If you feel like you're lying and not being honest and being a bit sneaky, probably tell him. Yeah, I probably would. Probably would. But um, I think you've done the right thing. You didn't start it, but importantly, you stopped it. Yeah, and you said, you know, you said pretend it never happened. So it happened to me and Monica, we a colleague, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you and Ben are able to join, come in the same room at and, the same time. Um, and yeah, and we did the same thing. We pretended it. I'm joking, that never happened. That actually never happened. Not in Monaco, anyway. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do it. No, no, sorry. That's really harsh. Also, right, what does baptism of fire mean? Um, like you're thrown in the deep end. Oh, okay. Like... It's because baptism is obviously well. I say it's gentle. I mean, I always think it's ridiculous for young children to flick water at them. But anyway, it's sort of well, no, because they're a little baby. Have you been baptized? Yes, mm. and I've been confirmed. Oh, I'm very are you, confirmed. Are you Catholic? No, you can be confirmed if you're Anglican. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So you've been baptized, Ben? Uh, yeah, christened. Is that christened? Yes, same thing. I told you we still don't know who my godfather is. <laughs> right. So we know it's. Linda and Ian, my auntie and uncle. Yeah. Well, Linda's your godmother. Yeah. Yeah. And then for years, they thought it was my dad's mate in the army. Okay. And then about, lost touch. And then about six years ago, my dad said, oh, you, your godson's on radio. And he went, eh, I thought you were in Paris. And my dad was like, no, Jordan. He went, I'm, I'm not Jordan's godfather. It were. But he might have been. Maybe he's just distancing no, himself. No, no, he was our iron, so we don't know who my other one is. I ask him every time. They're like, oh, there's that many of you. Well. Who's your godparents? Well, one of them uh, is no longer with us. He's dead. He's called oh. Peter, or was called Peter. Then I have Nick, my uncle, and my aunt, Joan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is from another Becky in Devon. I have a dilemma that isn't much of a dilemma. 
great. But I need William's etiquette advice. Sorry, it's kind of gross. I've been thinking about this a lot recently as I have been unwell with quite the cold. What is the etiquette for needing to blow your nose in public? It's always horrendous having to blow your nose in public. I normally will try and slip away to a bathroom or somewhere more quiet. Is there a more discreet way you can do it in public? Sorry if this is a horrific question to ask. She means an horrific question to ask to continue a theme. I just genuinely hate the act of having to blow my nose when other people are around, but a girl's no apostrophe got to do what a girl's no apostrophe got to do. Thanks so much, guys, Becky in Devon. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I think you need a holiday. Yeah, I've got one coming up. I've, the week before Benidorm, I've got one. Oh, good. Just a couple of nights in Paris. Oh, okay. Lucky yeah. Paris. You ruined his joke then. <laughs> I hope you're proud. <laughs> um, okay, blowing your nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like if I needed to blow my nose in front of you, I'm not going to do it facing you, I'm not going to do it making eye contact. I will take out a handkerchief or a tissue and I will turn to one side <laughs> and then continue. Tissue. Tissue. Or if it's... These are all just TikTok ideas now for you. Yeah, the, Freddie, write this down. Um, or... <laughs> Show us how to blow your nose. <laughs> the caption's writing itself. The... Uh, I... <laughs> I would, but if you have, uh, you know, a, a sneezing fit or a, you need to blow repeatedly, then I would leave the room. Okay. In Japan, of course, fun fact, it's incredibly rude to blow your nose in front of anybody. If I'm on a run or playing football. Don't even say what I think you're going to say. And there's no one around. Don't. Uh, well, hang on, if you're playing football, surely there are people around. Yeah, but. Unless it, you play with yourself. It's, thank you, pardon. Unless you play with yourself. Right, and is, it, is it bad to do a... Yes. Yes. Don't do that. But what if it's... Because then it's just... You can't do it on yourself. And no one takes tissues on a run. Well, I, when I ran... Did you? When I did sofa to 5K, uh, oh, I God. did. Over COVID. Did you? So yeah. Fancy. But that were, weren't that because you had the shits? I'm sorry. Was that you? <laughs> what? It definitely wasn't. What are I, you on about? Who was it who used to go running with tissues? Well, that's not. Well, I went, but, but is it Paula Radcliffe? Have I met this up? Paula Radcliffe is known for yeah. I mean, fair other things. It, but yeah. Anyway, I had a mate that used to go and run for tissues in case they got cut short. Right. You know what runners say, Ben? You'll know this now, being a runner. Never trust a fart. <laughs> yeah, that's all we say to each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky, I hope that helps. This next one is from Andrew. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I discovered your amazing podcast early this year and have made it my mission to listen to all of the previous episodes. I work as a truck driver, so you probably know him, so I have a lot of time to listen, and I have finally made it to the start of season five. You guys are absolutely amazing and so hilarious, but William's obsession with keeping up appearances is the best part. <laughs> Try the other podcast. Being almost the same age as William, I grew up entirely enthralled with the antics of the iconic Hyacinth Bouquet. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not on stereotype, but do we have a trucker that's into keeping up appearances? Well, I never. He's a luxury trucker. <laughs> well, I never. Um, and her long-suffering husband, Richard, often being compared to myself to Hyacinth with her working-class roots and middle-class aspirations. Anyway, I digress. I finally have an etiquette dilemma and I need expert advice from the UK's leading etiquette expert. About a month ago, I, parked, I was parked sitting in my car when the person reversing out of the space next to me reversed into my car. Now, I'm a very cool, level-headed person. I did not get upset at the time. Imagine what Hyacinth would do. Lots of eye-rolling. I was very polite because it was obviously an accident and taking stock of the situation. I can't believe this is from a drunk. 
Sorry. I felt rather sympathetic, so I offered to handle the situation without involving insurance companies, as this would be cheaper for the poor fellow that hit my car. After going out of my way to visit a body shop and to get a quote for the repair... Mummy don't like that he's getting high what? at the body oh. shop. I sent it to the man, and rather unsurprisingly, he came back and said that he could not afford that. Now I'm stuck in a very awkward position, and I don't know how to handle it. He has suggested paying the repair invoice over a period of about six months, nope. which I am really very unhappy about. This guy has been a perfect stand-up gentleman the entire way through, holding his hands up to his mistake, but I just really want my car to be fixed, and I wish I had never been so polite in the first place and offered to go without contacting insurance companies. Your advice and guidance would be very gratefully appreciated, because this has been going on for well over a month. Thank you in advance. Yours sincerely, Andrew. Andrew, and lesson learned here, always go through the insurance, especially yeah. if it's not your fault. And if it's someone you know and you trust, then maybe not, but I think now you need to go through the insurance. Yes, I think you just sent him a message saying, no problem, uh, no problem, we'll go through the insurance company yeah. and leave it at that. And then su I suspect... Call his bluff. Suddenly he might be able to pay you. You've been nice, but now it's time for no more Mr. Nice Guy. Oh. <laughs> Wow. How demonstrative. I don't know what Has that anyone means. gone into the back of you? In a car? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Yeah? I was at the tip in Preston. Really? What yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> it really hurt. Did it? Yes. Yeah. At speed? No. No. That's, yeah. Nice. We were both reversing out. We were both backing out. And, yeah. but he went and did you go through the insurance companies? Yep. Yep. And was it all sorted out nicely? Yes. Good. Well, that's okay. nice. As always, remember you can listen to Help I Sets with my boss every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Sundays. And you can share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss. Or you can write to William who promises who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self seal envelopes. He'll also put that in on his invoice. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. That's going to take you another five years to get used to a new bit of script, isn't it? Are, 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 you, are we okay? We're fine. Are you sure? I'm just excited to have you back. Do we need to go to marriage counselling or something? Marriage counselling? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Practically are. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Go to sexedmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexedmyboss.com slash cinema.